Hey everybody, this episode is brought to you by Solid Gold Effects. They just came out with their countercurrent reverb. Go check out my demo for it. It's pretty dang cool. I do some fun, like playing around and pressing buttons and turning knobs in there. Uh, if you're looking for a reverb that's very versatile, does some fun stuff ranging from kind of like a classic slapbacky pre-delay kind of vintage sort of reverb sound that ranges all the way over to a shoegazy ambient modern noise making sort of nonsense sort of particly like lo-fi reverb the countercurrent is awesome it has this extra feedback uh momentary switch on there you hold it down and it's like a mix between a self-oscillating reverb and uh, like an amp feedback like there's this gain quality to it. It's, it's really pretty incredible. So go check out my demo. Go check out everyone else's demos. Uh, go buy three or four of them. Give them to your mom and dad for their birthdays or for Christmas or Easter, whatever holidays you give gifts for. This episode is also brought to you by Chase Bliss Audio, makers of some of the craziest pedals you ever heard in your life. Uh, we talk about them on the show quite a bit, and uh, they are sponsoring our show now. How cool is that? Uh, you should go support Chase Bliss simply for the reason that they support us. I mean, you know, besides the fact that they make incredible pedals, you should support the companies that help make this show possible and uh, keep us making podcasts for you and videos for you every week, every day, every moment of my life. I don't sleep anymore. I just make stuff for you. And last but not least, Sinusoid Cables, making this show possible for a long time now. Uh makers of the cable that's going to make you think there's a snake behind you makers of their great big sasquatch power cables they're just completely ridiculous go check them out online tell them that we sent you sasquatch cables they're the uh they're the beanie babies of cables i still don't know what that means or what i was trying to get at when i said that an episode or two back but i really feel it when i say it sinusoid cables the beanie babies of cables <laughs> Hey, this is Ryan. And this is Brant. And this is David Buffalo Hill. <laughs> and this is Alan. We've got a regular old party here, boys. The uh, There's brisket and there's Oh, we got ribs, meat in front of us. There's sausage and Texas toast and Budweiser, and it's wonderful. <laughs> it's the night, the last day of, of Sweetwater's Gear Fest. Woo! We're done. <laughs> I'm so tired. Brant worked in there. I did. How was that? So, what was that like? It was. Oh, it was. It was super cool. It was. Uh, it was my first gear fest working at Sweetwater, so uh, that was a very, very fun experience for me. Uh, it was. It was definitely a, a tiring one, but one that, uh, that is is certainly something I won't won't soon forget. There you go. You you summed it up. <laughs> This is real tidy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, if, if I seem very tired, it's because I am very tired. But oh, I, I, I had you. a lot of fun. Uh, I got to meet a lot of really cool people, see a lot of uh, super fun gear, and uh, got to hang out with these guys a little bit. You're which probably was a little fantastic. You're probably a little shell shocked from being in the drum room the whole time, huh? <laughs> a little bit. Was that a drum pun? Shell yes. shock. Do you have a laugh track that you put in with this I now wish. too? Oh man. I wish. <laughs> 
Get on that. Get yeah, on that for next episode. The, the thing about Gear Fest is it can be a little intense. Oh. oh. He's been saving that one up. I heard that one today. He's been waiting all weekend. Yeah. Because it's literally the, literally the whole thing's inside of tents. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for the people who weren't there. Ryan, you, you, are, you are the only person who's made that joke all weekend. I know. I know. You and I'm so creative. 3,000 Sweetwater employees. <laughs> <laughs> there may or may not be a song that goes, Gear Fest, it's intense. <laughs> I want to hear it. <laughs> oh, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it exists in the in the real world. But. I got a studio. They'll record it. It's fine. <laughs> so what do you guys think? What do you think, Alan? Gear Fest 2018. I had a little bit of car trouble this morning, so I didn't get to oh, go. Oh, man. Yeah, you've been fighting car trouble been, the whole time. Yeah. All over the state today. <laughs> <laughs> but we did get to go this afternoon, and I was there most of the day yesterday. So it was a lot of fun. I uh, got to meet some cool people, see a lot of cool gear. Yeah. I'm glad it happened before my hiatus on gear at the end of July. Uh, I have parted with a lot of money this weekend. Um, so, by the way, David is has his own podcast called The Practical Guitarist. I'm getting, I'm getting there. You're getting there. <laughs> but I want to. You know, I'll do it for you, so you don't get too long winded. Right, right. You just you just started a thing that you're going to start next month with your co-host, where you're going to stop yes, buying gear we're, for we're, some awful reason. We're doing okay. So it's the hardest thing that a guitar player could do, which is to say, basically, like I'm going to stick with what I have for a year. It's a competition. Jim and I know we're not going to last year. There's no way. So it's whoever calls uncle first loses. Basically, yes. And the funny part about it is we're allowed to buy, like, parts if something breaks or strings. But, like, we can't buy guitars. We can't buy pedals. We can't... You, bet, you better get specific Katana with that heads. really fast. <laughs> we can't buy, we, I, I think we can buy cables. That's, like, one of the things to go buy. We, we're going to publish a list. What like, about microphones? You bought that MV88. Yeah, today. If so microphones if it's for the podcast. Right, so I right. can't buy like I can't buy a mic that I'm going to use in the studio for recording guitar or something like that. Sure, that's that's a <laughs> that's a line that's going to be tested. Yeah. Before you know it, well, you know one of you is going to be so, like, no, I, no, no. I just need some parts, and then you're on Mammoth Electronics buying a kit for a pedal, <laughs> and then you have a new pedal. Uh-huh. Well, no, so we don't. Neither of us build. We're we're super practical. Like we want to buy stuff, and that's why it's the practical guitarist. We don't. I don't build anymore. I have. Soldering. I have like a quality soldering iron and everything, and I suck at soldering, and I don't build kits. Like. So, so let's go through what what you bought this trip. You got the Boss Katana head. I got the Katana head because I I was trying to impress the uh, the, the boss rep, so I put I pressured you into it. Yes. Well, all right, all right, all right. So here's no. So here's what really happened. So like I showed up at Gear Fest, and I was gonna bring my Mark V from home, and I was in in a cabinet, but I was like, man, I gotta fit the family stuff in the trunk as well as my stuff. So I'm like, this is not gonna happen. So last minute, I just said, I'll buy an amp while I'm there. So then I got down here, and I was gonna buy something small, like a Yamaha THR or something. And then that spiraled into, man, for 50 bucks more, I can get a katana head. And then Ryan was, like, putting his hands on my shoulders, and he was being all, like, hey, hey, David. What you do know I you do want that get, katana. What, what do I, I got to do get to you get you a katana? Yeah, it was, it was kind of <laughs> creepy. I mean, yeah, so anyway. I was trying to do that to, to Alan here to get you into a, a Compressor Plus, too. Well, did you end up getting it? I didn't. Oh, no. Man, you you mm. embarrassed me in front of Keeley. I'm sorry. <laughs> Katana head. Uh, lightning cable. Right? I yeah. had to get one because my, my phone kept dying. So I bought a lightning cable. And then I bought earplugs for the entire family for the Ingve thing because mm-hmm. we were sitting in the front row. Oh, man. And then... Yeah, 
we also bought an MV88 today. So, and the MV88 was like just kind of had to. Oh, and I bought another SM57. So this for should how get much? me uh, for fifty seven dollars, folks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't yeah, believe what they fest. were. You wouldn't believe what they what were selling us in fifty eights for. <laughs> what was it? Fifty nine dollars? No, it was fifty eight. Whoa! I know. I know. Oh. It's incredible. It's almost like somebody very clever came up with that promotion. <laughs> 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 I just realized I didn't do the actual intro to the show. I just went and straightened in introductions. Hey, everyone, you're listening to Sixty Cycle Home, the guitar buying, selling, trading, fixing, modding, breaking, reviewing, playing. Podcast. Suck it, Steve. <laughs> nice job, <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's how a pro does it. Yeah. You've been I'm, called out, Steve. I'm dogging on Steve now. That's why we came Sean up with the Sean Evans, one. eat your yeah. heart out. So oh I, I bought one of those SM57s because I could not resist the price. Who could? I bought Flip. one new like a month ago for 99 bucks. Yeah. And now they're $57 here. I mean, got, mm. I got to take it on a plane with me to get it home and stuff. And then I bought two Furman power strips because those were 20 bucks. They're not power yeah. strips. They're power conditioners. Mm-hmm. I almost went back and got, got one. I, and I didn't notice them until today. I, I ordered them at the desk. Like they scan your, they scan your badge and then you have to go pick it up and you pay later. So I ordered it, and then I looked at the line to like go pick it up. Is like I'll get it later, and then I waited till uh, Inge started playing. Did I mess up his name? Now? <laughs> Inge. Yeah. I was saying it like correctly all day. Inge. I waited till he started playing. I watched like two songs. I'm like, I'm gonna go get my power conditioners now because everyone was watching him. <laughs> and by the time I was done, I came back and I caught like two more songs from him. Man, well, and it's it's crazy too because. I, like I said, this is my, my first gear fest. And it is important to note. So I, I'm not here representing Sweetwater in any sort of but official you do capacity. Sweetwater. In, in a way, I, I, well, I certainly do. Sure. Absolutely. But I'm here because I'm buddies with these guys. I've actually, if the boss you know, is listening, you're doing a very good job <laughs> in the company. He's, yeah. a good, he's, he's a good Sweetwater boy. <laughs> well, I'm all, switching all that my aside, <laughs> I, I say all that to say, you, you know, I didn't even have a scope of the type of deals that are offered at GearFest. It was nuts. Yeah, it was insane. I was like, as you know, taking off my Sweetwater hat. The stuff that I saw was legitimately like, this is this is this is worth flying from California for. This yeah. is worth you know, it, it was a I spectacle mean, and the prices and 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 the performances and the artists and even just getting to interact with. Yeah. Like I talked to John Good today from DW Drums. Nice. Like I don't know who that is, but it sounds really nice. He's the, the founder of DW Drums. Oh, okay. fine drums. But uh, I mean, but. I mean, you guys got to meet Paul Reed Smith. You guys got to, to see some of the I movers and shakers. Talk to Brian Wampler and Robert Keeley, for uh-huh. goodness sakes. I mean, where else are you going to find? I walked up to, to my desk. Um, I was ready to take my lunch, and I walked up to my desk and, and uh, you know, looked over to my right, and there was Chris Lordow, like, grabbing a coffee. You know? I got to meet my Sweetwater rep, which is... Yeah! Actually, that's, that's cool. Shout Very, out to Robert Williams. Robert! <laughs> <laughs> Robert is the man. It was so great getting to hang out with him. And, like, I never thought I would have, like, an exciting relationship with, like, a guy who works at a guitar store. Is like, this is the guy I talked to on the phone and through emails, and he takes care of me. Yeah. And, like, and he took me on, like, this grand tour of the whole facility. I can't believe the things that I saw. It's like I got to see Charlie's Chocolate Factory, you know? You, you're, like, putting on your, your host pants right now because literally as I was driving over here, it's like, I know he's the host, and I don't want to, like, guide this show, but I'm really curious to hear a little about a little bit about Ryan's relationship with Robert because, I mean, Robert and I are kind of cut from the same cloth. Yeah. Big I mentioned and you, and, and he was like, oh, I, yeah. Brand's great. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm just interested to hear because 
uh, like from a from a customer perspective, like what your relationship with Robert looks like, and and so here here's how it like started. Like I I was like I'm gonna try buying something from Sweetwater because everyone's always talking about it. I want to get that sweet sweet candy. <laughs> when, when was this, by the way? <laughs> this was like a year and a half, two years ago that I first bought anything from Sweetwater. So right away they assigned me, you know, my rep. It's Robert. He emails me like, oh, your order, this and that. Oh, it's going to take longer than maybe you anticipated. It's going to take like four days. I'm like, uh, okay. Like, that sounds normal to me. He's like, so sorry. It's going to take so long. <laughs> and then he calls me as like an introductory, like, hey, I'm going to be your rep. Like, nice to meet you. And he starts asking me like questions about my personal rig and what I play and what I do. And I tell him like I'm a demo guy and stuff like that. He's very interested. And then he starts telling me about his personal rig. I'm like, is this gonna is this gonna turn into like like a sales thing to like get me to like buy other stuff that he's like recommending? <laughs> and then he like just wraps up his like his thing about his personal rig and we we're like chewing the fat about it. And he's like, Well, it was really great talking to you. Bye. Like, <laughs> and he was just telling me about his personal rig just because like just be a person. Like it was incredible. How, how long did that take, by the way? I mean, it wasn't in super which long, rig. <laughs> but it was like it was it was very personal and it was very like uh efficient like it didn't it wasn't like an hour-long conversation but it felt like i got to know this person this is a real person hmm. who's hmm. handling me and i i honestly feel like it works if it's a sales tactic it completely works everyone should do this as salespeople because when i go and buy things from other companies now like seawater doesn't have it for whatever reason i feel bad I'm like I should be buying this from Robert. I should, <laughs> yeah. be, I should be helping Robert. Well, now and that was that was what was interesting too. Like I mean, that's like I mean, you and you and I were talking last night about a, a pedal that you that you picked up that uh, that, that we don't carry. I mean, and and, and oh, there yeah. was like a there was but like a shred of like yeah, I wish like, you guys I, did. if you guys had it, I would have bought it from Sweetwater. And there wasn't like it wasn't like I was I guilting to, you into that. There was like a genuine. I had to buy it from Guitar Center. <laughs> Yeah, I'm and sorry. they haven't given me any like there was no candy. They haven't <laughs> given me like oh it's gonna be here this like now or it's gonna, mm -hmm. they haven't even told me it's shipped yet, and mm -hmm. it said it was supposed to ship that day. Yeah, so it's like, but it also said it was pre-ordered that day. I ordered the TC drip, mm -hmm. by the way. Oh, I'm naturally, yeah, naturally. <laughs> Imagine that Ryan ordering a surf rock pedal. What? <laughs> but no, but it was it was just incredible. Like the whole tour, like mm -hmm. seeing everything. And then and he, like, introduced me to all sorts of people. He took me up to the, the owner of Sweetwater, who was up at the front door. Yeah. And I got to shake his hand and say hi. Mm -hmm. And he's like, and Robert introduced me. He's like, oh, meet Ryan. He's a very popular podcaster. <laughs> and I was like, I don't, I, I don't think you know our numbers. <laughs> well, it, but that's, that's the thing, too. I mean, like, it, it's, it, it's not at all a sales tactic. And, I, I mean, I, I know that sounds cheesy, but, like, the crazy thing about being here, and, and again, like I say, I, I was working someplace else when I met all these guys, so, like, I'm not just saying that to put my Sweetwater hat on. But right, right. Like, there's, you know, at, at this moment, there's, you know, around 330, 340 sales engineers, and every single one of us is actively involved in music, and we're passionate about it. And that's something that, like, at previous employers that were music retailers, I, sometimes in, in certain circumstances, I was the only one who was yeah. actively playing music. Well, and you used to work Guitar Center, right? I I may or may you not have worked for a company that had a like big red G in their they logo. Had, there might have been a center involved. Yeah, well, and, and, and I, you know, and I worked with a lot of great people there, and some of my best friends sure, sure. still work there. And so that's not a that's not a knock, but there were legitimately were certain times where I was the only person who was consistently playing live right. music, and there were others when everybody was. So that was, you know, it's neither here here nor there. But it's so great to be around 
you know, literally hundreds of the most brilliant minds in music. I mean, Robert was doing like broadcast media before this for decades. Wow. And, and like at a high level too. And uh, I mean, but he's a gear geek just like you and me. I mean, he, yeah. he reads all those same forms. To, to you or to, to him, you are a big deal. Like the fact that, you know, you're Ryan from 60 Cycle <laughs> Hum. We all browse all these forums and we all. You know, it was really bizarre. Like I had, I don't want to sound like I'm bragging. Cause that's not what I want to do. But like, I had people coming up to me like, "Hey, you're, right, hey, are you bragging like, oh, right now?" Mom. I know, right? But like, it was surprising to me how many of those people that were coming up to me were wearing Sweetwater shirts. Hmm. Were, were Sweetwater people, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I was like, "Do they have like a poster of me up somewhere, like <laughs> the break room or something?" Like, look out for this dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we were. We were legi- Ryan and I were legitimately walking around talking about how like they probably have some sort of training so that people know who like the influencers yeah, or whatever yeah. are. <laughs> but also like early early on in my relationship with Robert. <laughs> like, wow. I, That's I, so I know. cool though. That's I, awesome. I did like this video where like I had ordered something from Sweetwater and I I got deep into some Mai Tais one night after like receiving <laughs> something in the mail and I did a like drunken review of the candy. Yes. And put it up on YouTube, and then Robert saw it, and I think he was sharing it around the office or something oh, like oh my that. Gosh. No, that, well, but, but you I know, need to find this now. <laughs> plenty of people know you from the stunts, though, like throwing an right. SL off the bridge. Oh, yeah. You had people come in and be like, dude, are you going to throw this one off the bridge? <laughs> <laughs> he, was looking at a, he was looking at a $3,000 PRS, and somebody walks up, and they're like, are you going to throw that one off a bridge, too? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know, oh a weird gosh. moment. I'm like, I seriously don't want to sound like I'm bragging. Like I don't. I want people to think I'm humble. Like I want that to be my persona, even though I'm not. You guys know that. I'm you, just full fa- of myself. You fail. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but like when I'm do- at the end of me like hanging out with Robert, like there was someone up like in my peripheral coming to like shake his hand, and I'm like, okay, I'll let you go, Robert. Uh, so you can talk to these guys. I'll go do other stuff. And I start to turn, and they're going in to shake my hand, and it's the guys from Eventide. Hmm. And they're like, Ryan, we're so glad to meet you. We love huh. your stuff. And I'm like, uh, okay. That's <laughs> I've never awesome. talked to you dudes before, but okay, yeah, let's do something. That's awesome. <laughs> and, and I don't like I don't think that's bragging either. Like in my mind, it just shows what a, a, a tight knit community yeah, yeah. musicians are. And like what a, a I don't I don't know. It, it just is it doesn't strike me as like a, a boastful thing. It's sure, just, sure. I, just, I almost is, went up to. I was telling yeah. telling these guys. I, I almost went up to to Glenn Fricker the other day. Like I was just stoked to to see almost. somebody. Like, yeah. <laughs> I I almost did. Well, I'm sitting here wearing my my blue Sweetwater polo, and I'm going like, is this the professional thing to do to yeah. like come out? And I'm just like, you know, grabbing my lunch, grabbing some some Bravas patatas and a. He's and a chili nice. dog. He would have talked to you. Like, oh, totally. Yeah. But I, I'm just sitting here going like, this is this is not what he came here for to like have. It some- is though. No, it is. Hmm. Like Glenn didn't show up and make any content. I barely made any content. He like him and I were talking about it. It's like you go to these things for the people. You go to talk to people. Like because mm-hmm. there's not much you can actually do there content wise. Like because right. it's too it's too challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I had two vendors that I was trying to get interviews with while I was there. And I, you know, honestly, I just said, I'll just contact him immediately after. Cause it's just one of those things where like, it's too noisy. Yeah. It's too, oh, it's yeah. too hard to get him away from the booth. I and don't want pe- to jeopardize them yeah. making sales. All like, those people that are working their booths are in a certain mental mode that it's like impossible to break them out of. Like I, for years I tried to like go and do interviews on the floor at NAMM and stuff like that. No one's ready to do that. No, yeah. it's hard enough to do any content on the floor. And I mean, what they do when you do get them is that they just give their spiel. And that's not what most of us want. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to talk to the, a little the, bit of life out of it. We want to talk to the person about you know their personal stuff. We don't want 
this is the new product. This is what it does. Here's the range of the controls. We're just so excited that this artist is using it. And, you know, like that mm -hmm. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is there, what are some, like, memorable stuff from, from Gear Fest for you? What guys? I want to know is, did you make it down the slide today? I went down the slide. <laughs> yeah. I went down, yeah. The, <laughs> I went down the slide with Robert Baker. <laughs> yes. It was super cool. I ran into, I met Robert for the first time today. He was supposed to go to TGU. His flight got completely messed up and he never made it. So it's like I met up with him for the first time. It's like it felt like we'd been hanging out our whole lives. It's really uh, casual and fun. He's a nice guy. That's so we were just cruising around. We went and checked out the uh, the flea market booth, which is what I want to talk about. I've got a bunch of photos yeah, from that. Yeah, we need, we need to, we need to get to the yeah. flea market booth. <laughs> the only um, thing I want to share is like when I was walking around, I expected it to be kind of like a guitar center atmosphere and a lot of locals. Uh -huh. And there was a almost everybody I talked to had traveled from somewhere. Did you see the map that people were putting stars on? Yeah, that was cool. It's like people all over the country. I'm surprised they should put up a global map next time. I right. would not be surprised if there are people from all over the world coming in. But it wasn't that. It was that everybody there has the same passion for the equipment uh -huh. that we do. Mm -hmm. And that's what surprised me. Like, you always expect there's, like, the guy coming to get a guitar, like, for this first guitar and that kind of stuff. None of that was going on. These people were diehards, yeah. and they knew mm -hmm. the gear very, very well. well. We were talking about com coming in. It's kind of a weird thing to have, like, this huge fandom, like, event festival based around shopping at a guitar store yeah. <laughs> because it's like that's really still all you're doing like there's you know people playing in like talks and stuff like that but for the most part people are there to celebrate a, a music store yeah. and they came from super far away to do it like that's mm -hmm. quite a pilgrimage for a place where that will deliver to you in a couple days yeah. <laughs> well, not not to brag but I think we throw a pretty mean party it's I think thousands and thousands of pounds of candy people pretty damn good party oh. free water all around just, yes sir you're, you're thirsty you gotta stay hydrated go to sweet water they're gonna hydrate you oh we'll, we'll hydrate you <laughs> I swear oh, somebody God. one of the your water guys gonna... came up with a funnel put it in my mouth and just dumped water yeah. in there you look, you look dry we're gonna fill you up <laughs> no but it's serious it's Wait, like we were talking, like wondering, like, do you make the money back from the event that you spend to throw the event, like by selling stuff, or oh, is it man. like a loss leader, or is it like do you make money? Like, it'd be interesting to know that information. You know, hmm. I mean, that's well, I talked to you, like you represent, <laughs> <all> <laughs> no, 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 like you know the books no, and stuff totally. like that. Yeah, I, and I, I don't know, like that's obviously way above my you pay grade. You but shouldn't, you shouldn't speculate because I don't want to get you. In well, I, I'm not, I'm not going to, but I mean. No. Like just to, I, there's a part of me that that says like even, I don't know e even if it was we probably would still do it anyway. Like that's that's sort of the whole ethos that's gotten us, you know, where we are forty years almost forty years later. You know, right. They're definitely so like we have one mission statement not just as a company but like you know internally with how we interact with each other and that's to always do the right thing and that's yeah. you know. I, I don't know. Is I, that like a thing that you, you know, that people say? Oh, like, big time. Always do the right thing. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. It feels yeah. like that, like spot on for the way they operate. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, totally. And that's that's top down too. I mean, like I'm I'm sure you guys like got to see. I mean, we like we have 
I mean, there's there's a. It's incredible uh, the things that they do to take care of you employees. Oh like, gosh, I'm so impressed. Like, there's there's a, an, a free arcade where uh, you know dude, employees' families are encouraged to dude, come so they can play with their kids. We have a, a okay, hair I, salon. I saw the hair salon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were saying that there's medical care on yeah, site. Yeah, standing uh-huh. in front of the doctor, there's, like a yeah, live Facebook live. And, and by the way, doctor doctor Todd. A bass player, a very, very <laughs> bass player. That's not yeah. Not at still all. only hire musicians. He's <laughs> a blues doctor. Yeah, I was just going to say, he's not a blues doctor. Like. So no. He's just got a ton of PRSs, huh? <laughs> but we have a racquetball court. You mm-hmm. have a, a DVD and video game rental center. Mm-hmm. Like, you, like, just, I, I can't remember all the stuff that you have. Like, there's mm-hmm. just all the stuff to support, like, the well-being and happiness mm-hmm. of the employees. It's just incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and that... And that gets gets passed down. I mean, that's the, the interesting thing. Like, there's a real investment in the in, in the employees. Oh, big time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you were talking about it the other night, when we were out to dinner, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'll pick up an application <laughs> <laughs> if I have to. Seriously. <laughs> well, so and you got you got two two people in house who'd, who'd root for you. So yeah. Hey. It was really funny because we were we were walking around and like. I've worked events like this. Uh, that's part of what the association actually, my day job is. I work for an association. We do um, several major events a year, and at least one of them has 1,000 attendees plus like 700 or 800 vendors that show up. And when, uh, actually individuals for, for companies, but never, nevertheless, like it's draining. You've, you've walked, you're on your feet all day. It's like literally the last one I did, I walked 11 miles in a day. Yeah. And, um, that was in like within eight hours. And you think about like these people that you're walking around, you're talking to. And I was always trying to be like super respectful and thanking them for everything they're doing. Cause I understand like what misery that is. Oh yeah. Everyone had a big smile oh, on man. their face. And we're like, it's no big deal. Don't worry about it. I'm like, what is this? At the end of Leave the day, at the end of the day today, when I was in the line, to pick up my my power conditioners <laughs> while Ingve's playing, like everybody involved, like I had to pass through like five people to get my product. Everyone, including the person holding the door open all day, like just standing there holding the door open, big like sincere smile well, on their faces. To be fair, that's one hour from the end of the day, Ryan. Man. They were kind of like, <laughs> no, but it's, it was like that the entire time. Like everyone's yeah, excited, everyone's stoked. Like, and if they're not, they're doing a great job hiding it. Very, <laughs> very professional. <laughs> but, like, like hotels could learn something from Sweetwater. Like, just the hospitality side of it, it was just hmm. over the top. Yeah. yeah. Man, I, I didn't mean for this to turn into no, a big Sweetwater. I, I mean, my, my Sweetwater ego <laughs> yeah, get to the needs, needs to be drained. Well, but. I'm just trying to get everyone at Sweetwater to listen to the podcast so we can double our numbers. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. It's, it's symbiotic here. Did you pin one your business cards to the board? Because no, they had one. Oh, oh, man. man. See, what, what I'm oh, concerned yeah, with all, now. Everyone over there, over there already knows about me. You know, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I, his yeah. hand is growing as we podcast. <laughs> It's, it's hilarious, and, and I, I do want to hear about the flea market so badly because I I, I didn't get a chance to check everything out. Um, but I, I was sitting with these guys for for about five minutes, uh, you know, just while I had a second to to, to take a walk and, and grab a bite to eat. And and literally, I think within the you know the five minutes that I was there, somebody walked up to you. Yeah. And and, and I couldn't hear. There was somebody playing at the time, and I, I couldn't hear everything that was said. But it was the gist that I was getting was like, "Are you right?" Are you Ryan from Sixty Cycle Hub? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like some some guy walked up, <laughs> and, and I was like, "This is this is legit." Like the fir- their first day, Alan's wearing his Sixty Cycle Hub shirt, and so people are like, 
Steve? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, in, in fairness, I do have a dark you beard, and I was little, wearing the same hat that Steve wears all the you time. You look a little different. Yeah, you're wearing a creation hat. Like <laughs> you look, and you've got glasses. <laughs> you kind of like. I'm a lot shorter than Steve. Like if you I'm were, assuming I've never met him. If but. you were like, a, people don't know that because he's not in the videos. If you were, if <laughs> yeah. you were weak characters, you would look very similar. You know, oh, kind, of, kind of same thing. <laughs> and then, and then today, David's walking around with me. He's wearing his 60 cycle hum shirt today. Yeah. And people are, are like, please tell me somebody called I you can't Steve. Place <laughs> you. No, I don't know how you're involved. Not quite, but they were like looking at me like, is that, is that Steve? And I'm like, yeah, who's that? No, I, I run another <laughs> podcast. Oh, my goodness. No, I'm a long term supporter of 60 cycle but I run another podcast. <laughs> but you ran out of, you ran out of business cards. I ran cards. out of business cards. You were hustling this whole yeah, weekend. But I hustled my butt off. For real, though, Steve. Steve, if you're listening, which I know you are, I don't know why I'm saying that, but Steve doesn't listen anymore. Steve doesn't <laughs> listen. <anymore. laughs> Checked out long ago. <laughs> That's why he's not in the videos. <laughs> exactly. No, he he's doesn't. Probably uh, listening. He doesn't consume his own brand. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but for real, Steve. Okay, look. Here's here's the deal. Next year it's your turn. Ryan made the trip out here. Yeah, I'm gonna you have get a new out kid. here. It's your turn, Steve. Look, and here's the deal. Like I get it. You had a softball game. You had some some family time to spend. <laughs> come here. Come here from Tuesday to Saturday. You can play on my softball team on Tuesday oh. nights. We've got a. a a team largely made up of Sweetwater sales engineers. Well, I think that's like the whole town, isn't it? <laughs> the whole yeah. city you yeah. like you'd think, but hey, I mean, you guys, you guys went downtown. There's a lot more there to is. it. Than, no, yeah, there's plenty yeah, of people. Yeah, well, it was funny. We went to Shigs and Pitt, and they knew what it was because I was like, yeah, yeah, like, no, buddy. We just came from Gearfest. I was like, so oh, bummed too. The guy yeah. who rented my car to me at the airport knew what I was going to. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to Sweetwater, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, it is, it's a big deal, and that's I, I and I, I I don't say that going like yeah we're a big deal. I go that from from a perspective of this this was my first time experiencing all of it, and uh, you know after basically a, a year of of working at the company, I got here right after Gearfest mm. last time, and so yeah, I mean that that was a a really amazing thing, and I'm proud to to have, you know been a part of it. It really is a a big thing, I guess, in the yeah, town. Yeah. But it's uh, pretty. Incre- I recommend. I, I'll say this: if you are with reasonable driving distance, to your your opinion, whoever you are, go. Like seriously, go. Yeah. Gear fest. I'll like, see you next year. Like, if you if there's something that you're looking for, and you see on the list that the vendor is going to be there presenting, dude, go. You're going to save money. Or just come because it's awesome. And go because, <laughs> go because it's awesome. Go to go to watch the clinics and the performers. Like it was a yeah. It was a if lot you're of broke, fun. still come. Well, and, yeah. even, and even if you're not in driving distance, I mean, there like, I mean, I had I had customers where I like we were looking up like what it would cost to fly out, uh-huh. and I mean, it, it's there's some pretty reasonable flights, and I, I sure, mean, there are sure. some people who travel from from pretty far to get here, and. Uh, yeah, so you don't even have to be in driving distance. I, just, I thought it was only going to be people who were within driving distance. Right, right. Like people came from all over I mean, the place. I mean, I flew in. I mean, the inner circle paid for it. But <laughs> thanks, thanks, guys. <laughs> if, you're not you're in, if you're not in the inner circle, you need to be in the inner circle. It was funny. Like, the night that I flew in, Alan met me at uh, Steak and Shake. And, and I was like, don't worry. I Shout got this. I got the shake. bill. And he's like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, inner circle is going to pay for it. And you're like... Oh, so I'm paying for it? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I got it, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So but, you, you've been to, to Summer Nam and Gearfest now. Yeah. I know they have different goals for what they are trying to accomplish, but I want to hear 
a comparison. I'd say this, that Sweetwater is a little bit bigger than Summernam. Okay. Where Summernam is like, it's way more like business oriented, like retailers are meeting and having meetings and like the, the booths are a lot more like official in air quotes, but then it's like, you don't get as much like of the experience of getting to hang out, I guess, like. I don't know, there's just something more charming. I'll say that. There's more charming, something more charming about being at Sweetwater. But then on the flip side, Nashville's a ton of fun. Mm. Like, a ton <laughs> of fun. So, it's, I'd, I'd recommend both of them, honestly. Well, and was, but like, was Fort like, Wayne what you, what you expected it to be? Because I think being from... I think it's way nicer than I expected it to be. Yeah. But I didn't look at any pictures. I just looked at the yeah. map, and I'm like, that's this just place looks I, tiny. Ryan, <laughs> that's just because you asked me, and I told you it was in Indiana, so it's probably a meth lab. <laughs> well, I, think, I, think, I think no matter what you put before Indiana, there's a certain picture that people have who aren't from the area. And I, I, like, I moved down from, from Chicago. I was living in, in Albany Park, and I was like, I'm moving to the cornfields. And I'd been to Fort no, Wayne before. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I'm just moving to nowhere. Like what you know? What is this going to be? And I got there, and I was like, "This is this is a city." Like, <laughs> no, it is. It's totally a city, and there's it, it's it's you you can be entertained there. There's fun stuff to do. Mm-hmm. There's fun restaurants. There's a freaking donut ice cream place. <laughs> Shout out to Yummy Bunny. Oh, Yummy Bunny! That was that was divine. The hoppy gnome deliver, was good too. Yeah, yeah. The hoppy gnome was good. I mean, they have paneer tacos. Yeah, David, right. Where like, else can you get paneer, paneer tacos? Where are we going to get a paneer taco? <laughs> I'll say I I don't count those as tacos. They were very good, but I, those don't those don't register as tacos for me. No, no, you're not going to get paneer <laughs> at a Mexican saying, place. And I'm not tacos. saying that they're not good. I'm just saying like the 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 fillings that are inside. Like this isn't a taco. This is a, this is a, a, a delicious dish contained within a tortilla. Yeah, you yeah. Know. and that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of the thing that makes it cool. Is it's sort right, of like right. a culinary. But we start, we have stuff like that in you know Indiana. San Diego too. Well, and there were fish tacos. I was surprised you passed on the fish tacos. Well, I figured, like, oh, here comes the guy I from San want, Diego. I don't like, want to like my whole thing. I want to try stuff that I can't that's get true. at home for that's the true. most part. You know, yeah. that's my that's why we went barbecue. Oh yeah, we got some good barbecue tonight. There's leftovers here sitting in between us. Thank you guys for not. Like making chewing. Yeah, I was right gonna now. say. Yeah, that's. I'm like <laughs> self conscious about that. I'm sitting yeah. here with the switchable microphone. And I'm worried about chewing noises. So I went in there. It's called Shigs and Pit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's. I don't know if totally you guys caught it. it, but that's Shigs and Pit. Spell it out. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Um, I got. I went in there. I was like, I want to try everything. So I ordered like the thirty dollar platter that comes with like it comes with six bones of ribs and three other meat sides and two other sides i finished all the mac and cheese best mac and cheese oh, so yeah. good right so with, good. The, with the jalapenos yeah, the, oh. yeah and the baked beans were incredible the apple pie the apple beans. yeah oh my gosh the ribs were fantastic i got this this uh this smoked ham stuff i got some sausage i got some brisket did you get the little like cornflake casserole thing i did not oh that's all right uh, that's I'm all right sorry. next time so, uh, next time when i come back mm. in a couple Decades. Man, I was so bummed too because Shigs is, uh, and you guys went to the original Shigs on, oh, on Fairfield. We? Yeah. Oh, okay. And, was, and that's like right across the street from my house. I lived like two blocks down from that. Yeah. So you, like, legitimately, I could have walked to where you guys were at, but I was on a trolley. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about. Uh, Yes. Some some of the uh, the flea market please, stuff there. Please. I wasn't expecting the flea market booth. I was pleasantly surprised. And walking there, I was like, "This is where I live. This is my stuff. <laughs> this is fantastic." So, Alan, you have one pulled up. Do you want to start with that, or do you have something else in oh, mind? You, oh my gosh, there's photos. We saw yeah, this we, one together. We can just run through stuff. Like, yeah, somebody be the master of ceremonies on this. So, this first one, I'm looking at this photo of an SX 
base headstock that looks like it started out as like a P base style thing. Cut in half. They cut the tip <laughs> off. They gave it a really like terrible circumcision. And, <laughs> and, then, they, and then they moved like the, the two last tuners to the bottom side of it to make it look like the end of like a boat oar. You know, like it's it's bad. And it's this kind of neat, almost like the, the square inlays, like maple fretboard uh, uh, neck on it. But then it's attached to. There's no way this is an SX, SX body. SX is it like the house brand of Rondo music. Right. There's some sort of like semi-hollow, like bass guitar body with bass guitar like soap bar pickups in it. It looks super funky. And they're asking 125 for this thing. It's missing the bridge hardware. Who knows if this thing works at all? But it's just a disaster. I feel like we should go quick through a lot of this stuff quickly. So, I just got one thing to say about this one, though. I mean, do you think, like, maybe they cut the tip off because they were trying to get it into the overheads on an airplane? <laughs> Interesting. There was, a, there was a guitar there that was like that. I don't know if you saw the acoustic travel guitar. Yeah, I did. Clothes. I did. We were going to talk about that one. It had a hinge on it. Where you, I can't, I didn't, I don't think I got good photos of it, but like you, the, the, the whole top wing, like, yeah, the upper wing, bout, completely the upper bout separated. of the guitar would open up on a hinge so that you could access a wing nut that was holding the, the neck on. Yeah. So the neck could be separated from the guitar huh. to be, make it a travel acoustic. Now, admittedly, when I saw that thing, I didn't realize it did all that because they did a really good job with it. Yeah, it closes but it's up still tight. insane. But it, like the way you hold the upper bout together is with there's two screws with metal washers around them and a string, and you wrap around. <laughs> so this the wasn't like a le- this wasn't no. like a legit. Oh, no, man. And, and when I saw this thing, I about I about cried tears of joy. I was like, that's perfect material for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's that electric hardtop banjo that we saw. <laughs> what were they asking for that? Five hundred, an old harmony. I'm trying to get to the good one stuff. Thing, one thing that I did see, and tell me if you didn't see this, but I saw a, like, you know, some people have cigar box guitars. Uh, That's like I a know thing. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, I won't spoil no, it. No, I won't spoil go. it. Do it, do it, go do it. Take I did there. see, I, did, <laughs> I saw, I mean, like a cigar box guitar is, is cool, but like, I mean... I don't know who, who who needs a cigar box guitar when you can get a pizza box a pizza guitar. box guitar a pizza right. box yes. guitar for seventy five bucks. I know, and it looked like they had really nice pickups in them. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like I'd pay for you know pay seventy five bucks for a pickup alone. It's worth the novelty. Uh, you could get you know you order pizzas for a party. It's gonna be seventy five bucks, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, I'm trying to get to the pictures of it. There they are. I talked to that guy a lot. And he was a blast. He was yeah. fully aware of himself. He had all the jokes ready to go. Oh, yeah, like, <laughs> he, all he was talking about tone cardboard and yeah. like oh, he was talking so about good. like the uh, the uh, the grain of the cardboard and things. Did he like say that. that like sausage has like a meatier tone to it? Like if you got a <laughs> no. sausage I was, ask- in it? Yeah. I was oh, asking man. if they can come with pineapple, and he gave me a look like. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what's up. Oh my goodness! It's like really. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he was serious about his box selection. I asked him like. Would you ever consider doing like a New York Giant bass guitar? And he's like, you know what? They don't have the structural integrity. They fall apart. I'd have mm-hmm. to build a frame for them, and it's just not worth it at that point. Like he went into he's, like yeah, he's he was down to the no, size. No, like, he was like, serious about. It. He wasn't joking that part. Like he was talking about personal experience trying to do that. I, <laughs> I, I mean, I think uh, honestly, like if if there, I don't know. If if he's out there listening, and I hope he is, I, gave I him, really I hope gave he him is. He's gonna listen. Yeah, I oh, gave him a card, beautiful. and I told him several times, like. We're going to talk about you. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a reverb store, by the way. Go look up a piece of box guitars on reverb. On a You'll personal level, like on a personal level, if he came to Gearfest next year with a deep dish, with a Lou Malnati's box, with oh, a, a bass, absolutely. with a bass that was a deep dish cigar box bass, and it doesn't even have to be a bass. If he showed up with a Lou Malnati's box on anything, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm baritone. buying it. Just a baritone. Just a baritone. <laughs> If There's there was a deep the dish Lou Malnati's box, and it has to be Lou's because yeah, like, yeah, it's gotta come. We all know it's the best, right? He probably he probably has some sort of beef with them, where it's like the cardboard. No, good he, beef, <laughs> beef doesn't belong on Pete. Those are sturdy boxes, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And then funny some heavy pizza you put in there. The funniest part about the whole thing was they're standing there, and it was like. Why don't you make a 15 inch or like a 12 inch? And he's like 10 inches the best. He's like, it's the best box for this. Like, <laughs> he's like, the right and, and I, I was picking up playing it. I hand it to you as like, feel how it resonates against your belly. Yeah, dude, you and can feel it. Legit. Like it feels Man. like an acoustic guitar. It was yeah. ridiculous. I really like the one with the sound hole cut out. Yeah, well, that one has a, a, a piezo pickup. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's the acoustic model, and he's like, this one does sound better. <laughs> he said he tried with the, the pickups, and it got too much feedback, so he, he kept those as a solid buy. That's <laughs> no, awesome. no cut out in that one. That's so cool. They're chambered, not solid. Yeah, Super chambered. nice, oh my friendly goodness. guy. Like David found a Hondo, didn't he? Ooh. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one comes complete with a place to hide your dope. No, so that <laughs> no. I'm pretty Stop sure it. that was built as like a tribute reference to like a, a Van Halen guitar. I don't Cause, know because he had a star guitar that's got a Dan Electro headstock on it. I don't have a picture of the headstock. Yeah, well, the uh, cool. that, that uh, does his have a six inch gash in the yeah. bottom? But it, it might have. I don't semi hollow. I but it. It, this has a Dan Electro neck on it, this thing but it's a star played. guitar with a Floyd Rose and a zebra humbucker yeah. in it. <laughs> this thing has been played hard, or someone relicked it. Yeah, oh yeah, and it looks pretty. It looks that Hashtag looks very, natural relic. But that's a hole right there. I don't know that about didn't, that. Ryan. That didn't happen. Uh, that didn't happen on purpose. That was an accident. No, because <laughs> that looks that looks like the knob actually split yep. the wood, mm-hmm. and then the, and then the hole formed afterwards. Totally. It's pretty wild looking. It's so. pretty well. I was surprised how much like stuff was, that like I consider to be good stuff. They're good and like entertaining, you know. Like okay, there were no. some real but gems is that, there. Is that pre- am I reading that price tag right? Three twenty-five. That's what oh, you no. want. You are reading it right. That's, That's why I took okay. the picture. Yeah, I'm telling you. I think this is a this, someone's attempted a replica of something. Some some nice lady or gentleman out there. Let's do it. You. I got to show you the one that I. I'm glad sold today so that I didn't feel compelled to buy it. I, I really almost, tried to convince you to buy this one. I almost <laughs> bought this bass, and I had no... I, first of all, I don't play bass. I'm, when but I you do, could if you when I this. do. When I do, it's a joke, and everyone says, please stop. <laughs> I have no way to get it home because I'm flying, and it's like I'm, I'd have to buy luggage to take this home or like pay to, pay to ship it. It's this, it's this K, K-branded... Headstockless, headless base that's shaped like like a tiki lounge boat paddle, and it's it's like, green. Ryan, it's this beautiful wood grain with like a dark fade around the edges. Gold hardware. It's got kind of like the the J plus P base pickup thing going on, and it played great. It was super fast. It was like two hundred and fifty bucks, and like the first day, I was I kept going back and looking at it. It's like don't do this, Ryan. 
don't do this to yourself. You don't need this right now. <laughs> Ryan's going home and he's going to get on reverb right away and start looking for these. He's going to oh, add that to his feed. <laughs> it's just something about it spoke to me. There's a, the first there's thing a picture he did of this Alan morning. playing it. <laughs> The first thing, I went over there first thing. Yeah, the first thing you did this morning, you got out of the car and then you disappeared and and like all of a no. sudden, like he's like, "Oh, the base is gone." <laughs> Do you see how much he wants it in that picture? Show, show there's me like, like, there's, there I am. There's like a legitimate me, yearning. The there's like a bond that's happening will. there. Yeah. No, I was all about it, and it felt really nice, and it was just funky enough to be super good. Man, I'm still into it. I'm like still like I'm just picturing you at home. Like specifically in your green frilly shirt, <laughs> playing that bass, living out all of your like Bill and Ted's excellent adventure, yeah. like headless guitar dreams. Oh man! I had a Steinberger at one point. Yeah. yeah. Did you did you pretend like you were in the Wild Stallions? No, actually. Oh man! And you know, I did So I didn't connect the fact that I had a Steinberger to that movie until oh, like yeah, after I got rid of it. I asked somebody. Okay, and there, there must have. And again, oh, like I, I should have gotten that for. And made it like the official sinusoid strap. <laughs> it was, yes. was it like 150 bucks though? It's Ooh, yeah. uh, real cobra skin. It's got, 125 it's for a strap. It's not just real cobra skin. It's got the cobra's face I on it. I love that thing. Right there. Apparently, right not only can you feel like there's a snake behind you, but you can you feel, feel like, like there's a snake holding your guitar up in the air. Mm. Yeah. Apparently, apparently, there was a great performance over at the Steinberger booth. Really? Yeah, I, I and that's know, what I. So, yeah, well, and NS, I relied NS upon designs. People, yeah, that's uh, Ned Steinberger. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I kind of I was in this position where I kind of relied on other people to to tell me about what was like, yeah, like what was going you down. know what was noteworthy to them, and, and not just like what was happening, but what was like sticking out to them. Because I think that's that's what matters at a place like that is like what's what's cool and unique. Uh, like I heard over and over again, like last year we had a guy from Sab- like at the Sabian booth from Sabian. Who was literally like had an anvil out and was hand hammering yeah. symbols yeah, for yeah. people, and you could go up and you could order a custom symbol based on like what you, you know, would they say. Have, they had that guy at Nam last year. Hmm. And it's like I can't stand being in the drum area, but I want to watch this guy, and so I watched <laughs> for like a couple of minutes. And Primitive then had, technology, and I had to roll out of there. I would, you know, I'd, it'd, it'd be worth it to have. The, Earplugs to go watch him because it, it was, was pretty cool. It was probably cooler when it was a gear fest. But that aside, <laughs> that it probably, aside, no, it probably was cool. One of the people fest. when I asked him, I said, what, "What was the coolest thing that you've seen today?" They said, "The the NS Designs booth, like the well, and I think he said like oh, those those like stick you know stringed instruments, those like stick basses and stuff." And I was like, "Oh yeah, like the, the NS Design stuff." And he's like, "Yeah, they had like a, a, Are a those guitar, the ones with those the weird flat string." On them? Do you know what I'm talking well, about? Well, they have like flat one strings on them. No, I mean, the, there's there's this stick instrument that like the string is flat like a violin bow. And it's like Ooh. a piece, strip of metal or something like that. You don't know what I'm talking no, about. No, that's not what that's. I, okay, never mind. But it was I but the <laughs> NS design stuff. Well, no, I mean, apparently it was, it was pretty cool, which is awesome to hear. I mean, like, that's. Yeah, so that whole thing, like, Steinberger got bought by Gibson, and so he had a non compete for a number of years, and then he left. And now he started NS Designs, and he's had a bass out for a number of years now. I think he's got a stand-up bass and also a regular electric. But I'm still waiting for the guitar. Like, that's that's what I want to see. Because mm-hmm. he's he's a very futurist guy, and we'll see what he comes well, up with. Well, some of his stuff, too, just some of the stuff that he designs. Like, I mean, even just the gearless tuners that you see on, on mm-hmm. Firebirds and mm-hmm. stuff, those are brilliant. Yeah, they they came feel from super him. smooth, and, I mean, his some of his strap locks are so, like, he, they just, yeah, they just collaborated with the Dario on a strap lock. Brilliant. 
Yeah. Know. He's a smart guy. So I want to show you guys another gem from the, the flea market tent. I don't know if any of you guys saw this. It's an eight-string bass that was okay. over in the same cor corner as the uh, acoustic travel guitar we were talking about. Look, look at this thing. I don't know if you saw it. <laughs> it's like <laughs> like this Tysco like sort of thing. Uh, look at the pictures in the episode description for this. It's been converted from a four-string bass, obviously. The bridge on it is missing all the saddles. That's There's eight strings just going straight into like the end of the saddle. So th I oh. doubt this thing intonates oh, at all or is intonated. <laughs> uh, they mangled the headstock. It's got the four normal oh. tuners and then four other tuners on the other side. Like it's like a fender shaped headstock. So there's four tuners spread out, like disproportionately. Oh, yeah. That's That's sad. They're like. really small. Are they guitar tuners? Yeah, they kind of look like guitar tuners. <laughs> there's yeah. no, there's no like bolts around the top of the tuner. And look, look how the strings are all going different <laughs> yeah, directions. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love it. Who knows what, what how you're going to tune it? This is like legit flea market kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm like kind of impressed, of honestly. Look at the back of this headstock. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. hilarious. Guys, but here's the deal. Like, here's the cool thing. I mean, because you showed that to me, and my initial reaction was like, "That's kind of funky." And but no pickup in this thing. Yeah. The electronic, huh. it has like a Frankenstein style blade switch oh, to turn it on and off. Yeah. I have yeah. no idea what it's It's not like Frankenstein. He's talking like it's a like a lever. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a carry handle on the side of it. <laughs> oh, that's you guys beautiful. Aren't, this, oh, this, thing does, this thing does not stop giving. There's more. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But uh, wait, there's more. The boy, wait. <laughs> It's got rubber feet on the bottom, so you can I love it. it. I love it. I love it, Ryan. I mean, like what you felt for that that headless bass is like what I'm feeling right now for this instrument. Right. So guess, I, guess, <laughs> guess the price. Guess, guess what this guy was asking. Oh no! Ah, oh, now you lost me. Okay, uh, tell me. You I, guess. No, Alan. Guess. I don't. Two hundred dollars. It, twenty dollars. Yep. Oh, oh, you could have come on. Oh. <laughs> this thing is a wall hanger for twenty bucks. Like, if, <laughs> yeah, if it's I a piece was, of art. If I had driven there instead of flown, this thing would have gone. <laughs> that would be on my wall right now. <laughs> Dude, I gotta say two two things about this guitar. Number one, I dub the roll your own bass. Okay, get the drug reference. Number two is the fact that like. This reminded me, and and the other one, the, the folding guitar that we talked about earlier. Uh -huh. This that reminded was, me that of that was, pawn shop guitar. Yeah, you could hang this on your wall mm -hmm. and like put it in the back of your Craigslist ads. Yeah, and people will call you about this thing. I could have hung it. In the back. <laughs> I could have hung it behind me in videos, and people were like, "You got to check out this guy's channel. He's got the craziest like, thing." What behind. is that thing? <laughs> well, and the other thing too is like. I mean, let, let's say you remove those four tuners, which you who knows why somebody decided that. Yeah. Good idea. I to, wouldn't to, remove those tuners. I would just remove the string from them. Yes. The okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But you Smart. you repurpose the tuners. Let's call it that. And and you you put some saddles on there, and you've got you throw a pickup in there, and that's a really unique. You got face. A soup cooking. <laughs> <laughs> that dog that dog will hunt right there. You got there. yourself a stew going. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like where this came from. Exactly. exactly. I love it for twenty bucks. I, I know. Love it. I love it for twenty bucks. I totally would have taken it. It's a pound puppy situation. If I didn't and fly. I could have taken. Oh, it yeah. at worst, you spend twenty dollars and take it outside the tent and smash it. That's yeah, like yeah. like if you guys ever watched Strong Bad. That's like a little brother, like <laughs> base right there. Here's here's Robert, my my uh, my Sweetwater oh, rep, the holding man. the the travel acoustic. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 
That's where he, that's where he found me when I was wow. looking at that thing. He's like, I work here. What is this? He had, <laughs> he had that in his hand like, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe this exists. <laughs> what else do I have? I think oh, that's, oh, man. You didn't I got pictures of like the tour he was taking me on. Wait, and hold stuff on. Like Let's see. What do you want to look at? Oh, yeah. No, bring, bring me back to, uh, to E Street there. Oh, oh shoot! Where did I go? Yeah, I got pictures of the of the str- the street signs for the uh, the the cubicle farm up there. Oh man, I work. Uh, it's it's. See, you you weren't far enough back. I work like right there. Well, I got the other side. Okay. There's looking the other direction. Oh man, I'm right. Oh, yeah, so you're, you're you're standing. Over. You're okay. standing. I could have. I could have. I don't know. Yeah, the little cubicle area looks cute. Like everyone's got fun like instruments sitting at their desks yeah. and stuff yeah. like that, and they all have, like fun. Like decorations up and whatnot. It looks like a fun mm-hmm. place to work. And he was yeah. telling me like, like individual salespeople like manage like, like somewhere between like fifteen and six thousand customers. Mm-hmm. That's insane. I was like, you guys have to be keeping notes on everyone. You can't remember like everyone's like personal details that like for the level of like customer service that they provide. So they pull up some sort of like you, know, you pull up some sort of like file on each customer like. This guy likes cats. Talk about cats. <laughs> you don't have to give away trade secrets. I'm just, I'm just speculating. You know, confirm, or confirm nor deny. <laughs> that's but no, I mean, but here, here's the deal, though. Like that's, I mean, that's the interesting thing. Because yeah, I mean, a lot of us we have thousands and thousands and thousands of customers. But uh-huh. really, I mean, at least, and and I guess I'm speaking just personally for me. Again, not not representing anything in an official capacity, but just how how I prefer to do my job and, and, and what makes a job like this worthwhile is really actually making personal connections with people. Mm-hmm. So when you get on the phone with them, it's not like, oh, I'm trying to remember their kid's name. It's like, oh, they had a gig last weekend and they were right. worried about this or, you know, they were super pumped to go play, you know, a gig at this Harley dealership the next, you know, the next weekend. And like, sure. I remember like, I've got to, you know, I'm going to call that guy in the morning because I'm actually genuinely like, I want to know how that went. Yeah. Or like I want I, and I there were there were two people. Well, that's that, what you get when you make sure that what, you hire like actual musicians mm-hmm. for these positions. Like totally. you get people who actually care about this stuff because they're actually interested. Well, and, and one of the and sort, sort of to demonstrate that like the the you know the blessing and the curse of that. Like I genuinely there were two people who picked up two different electroharmonics pedals. One was a bass DI box. Uh-huh. Last week and uh and the other bought a compressor and i was really really actually interested in what these people thought of these pedals and so i called them and i left them a voicemail one was buying this for their their really cool bass rig and the other was buying this to share with their son and i called one of them and i left them a voicemail about what them what he and his th- you know son thought about it and i left the other you know voicemail about the uh the bass compressor I did not call the right people for the right product. <laughs> I was just really genuinely concerned. I wasn't looking at any notes. I just called, <laughs> called people. I was like, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to like mention them by name in here. Sure, but, sure. But I called like definitely. And so I had to send an email later and be like, I totally, you know, like, please ignore that. And right, right. Like, totally understanding. But, <laughs> but so, I mean, like all that to say, like. At least it was in the same ballpark. Oh, at totally. At least you didn't like leave a message for some super expensive piece of gear. That mm-hmm. like someone could get in trouble with with like their partner or oh, something yeah, no, like no, that. No, like, no. oh, wondering how you're enjoying enjoying that new uh, you know 
10 top PRS. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would have been interesting. But no, I mean, and, and he, he was really I, cool about it. That but would be an awkward phone call. And oh, yeah. I have, cannot say, confer- can neither confirm nor deny that I've ever had it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what did you guys think of uh, the, the performers there? I mean, we got to hang out with Nita a couple times, which was fun, and then get to watch her. So her thing, you know, her, her she clinic. Got, she got to meet you. Oh my gosh! Shut up. Yeah. In the airport, right, she had right. to meet me. She had to endure me a couple of times. So <laughs> just getting to see. So I, I watch Greg Cock. Um, I watch Gregory Cockery. Yes, uh, Adrian Ballou, and then I saw, of course, Ingve and Nita Strauss. Of them all, like Ingve's great, but I actually enjoyed Nita's the most because I'm standing there with my girls, and so I'm like. I want them to see this. Like, this yeah, is really yeah. important to me that they understand, like, what this what, means what to they them. Could, they so they cool. can do this if they want and, to. Yeah, yeah, and, like, honestly, I got pretty emotional about it because I was like, she's this, just is, such this a, is what they need to see. But you she's know? also just such a genuine person. Yeah, that's what yeah. captured me because, like, even I – so I kind of wrote off because I know what kind of genre of music she plays. And, like, it is kind of up my alley, but at the same time, it's like – yeah, but you're playing in cover bands and stuff. But at the same time, like I'm familiar with her sol- with her solo work. Yeah. And so when I saw her, I was like, I was legitimately floored. She's I an mean, you excellent she's playing in cover guitarist. Bands. She's playing on a level that I'll never reach. <laughs> oh, <know>? yeah. certainly, <laughs> certainly. I mean, I, well, not many people attain that level. Yeah, yeah. And it's not just the performance aspect. And we talked about it on our show. She's she's a performance artist in addition to the oh, fact absolutely. that she's a guitarist. And that's what got me. It's like I didn't realize there was that level of performance art going yeah. on in her. In I her, just activities like i'm not a shredder i don't play on that level i never will but there's just something about her that's so relatable the way she because she spent a lot of time talking in her clinic it was just wasn't just like hey watch me play she was answering real questions that people were really asking from the crowd and like really getting into stuff and just the way that she talks about playing and approaching like problems and like solutions and and like the gigs that she plays and like the projects she works on and stuff like I can relate to all of this. Like this is real deal stuff. Like this is real experience stuff. It was, it was, it was very refreshing. Like she's a refreshing person to talk to and like listen to talk. Like, Sure. That's, that's my that's my critique of yeah. Nita. <laughs> well, and that's a, that's that's one that I did get a chance to to you know, check out for for mm-hmm. you know, a little get little away bit. from the drum <laughs> yeah. drum tent. Yeah, I was enjoying some some bravas patatas and watching <laughs> Nita Strauss and. I mean, when I got there, it was all you know, running across the stage, foot up on the monitor, lots of hair flips and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so to 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 hear you know see her go from that, and then two seconds later, just start talking like being very vulnerable about yeah, oh, like different moments and things that she had to to learn, like like her whole story about like dealing with looming rejection trying to get yeah. on the Alice Cooper's band. Like yeah. being, basically being rejected like four times. She's telling us how many times mm. she's being rejected yeah. and for what reasons she was being rejected. Uh-huh. It's like this is a real deal story. This is incredible. Well, gosh. well what so got cool. got me was her sound check. Like she's yeah. sitting on the side of the stage, just like slinging her legs back and forth, talking to the audience, like the, not even with a microphone, just talking to people yeah. in the front row and stuff. And like she was just totally comfortable. Like, and this isn't like a stage thing. <laughs> like there were a lot of people there that you didn't see until they got on stage. She yeah. arrived the first day and was walking around gear a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. Up until she came to the drum tent a few times. Up until she got up on stage, and then she got off on stage and continued to walk around 
and then she went into the crowd and enjoyed the the the, the Yngwie yeah, show she, just like everyone else. She was running from the Ivanes booth back to the Yngwie show, and like my my daughter got to talk to her for a minute there, and then like we we got because we were in the front row in Yngwie, and I'm sitting there watching Yngwie, and like over the side of the stage, I see the lighting truss, and she's like kind of tucked away underneath yeah. the lighting truss, like so nobody could was, see her, but she's watching. It was fu- it was funny because like after her clinic, she was like meet me over the Ivanes tent, and I'll sign stuff for you. And there's a line around the block. Oh, yeah, it was ridiculous. But maybe people didn't realize it. She's, she's been, been there the whole she's been time. <laughs> all day, both days. Mm-hmm. And you could have just walked up to her and she'll totally talk to you. Yeah. Like, and, and by the way, the, the Jiva, that, that's the real deal. I played it today. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's good. It's really nice. It feels it doesn't feel like a, an exclusive shredder, right? It mm-hmm. feels like a classy mm-hmm. guitar. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, so I'm in love with the Freedmans. Sure, yeah, but, yeah. But... Honestly, like Ooh, if I was in the market for a shredder guitar right now, I probably I wouldn't mind having the Jiva. Yeah. Did you see the price on it? I, no, I did not. What is it? I think they're like fourteen or twelve, something like that. Yeah. Like it's it's accessible for that level of a build. Like mm-hmm. I'm still mm-hmm. impressed. I, I feel like I've been on the the Nita topic ever since well, to, like Toman. <laughs> <laughs> I you know keep running into her. Well, <laughs> and, and that was really weird. You were on the same plane. I as was her. on the same airplane as her coming in. It was like ridiculous. I was like, are you the, stalking her, Ryan? I feel like she's stalking me at this point. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, no big deal. Still growing. No big deal. Well, and and to your to your earlier point, I mean, like here's a, here's a hot take. I think Ivan is is really on on yeah. like on the rise here. I think they're really coming back into. I mean, I don't want to you say relevance because they've always been relevant, but for their prices, they build an incredible guitar. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. just mm-hmm. like across their, their line, like they always have. Yeah, it's like if if you're looking for a guitar that is just going to play really fast and really true, mm-hmm. like all their entry level stuff is super super good. It's great. Yeah, and not just the. I mean, like people think uh, there's a perception that Ibanez is just shreddy stuff and wizard necks and stuff. But you can play whatever you want on it. You play, yeah, you play it in, in art core. It's great, and of course, yeah, they've got, I have it. Right I, my, yeah. my daughter has an art core. I've played it a couple times. I will keep it in open tuning and play slide on it. And then, uh, but but it's definitely a playable guitar. We we had it in standard when I first when we first got it. And then um, my friend has two of the uh, what are the the Telecaster like guitars? Um, yeah, yeah, the the, the, the Talmans. Talmans. Yeah, yeah, he's got a pair of so them. So great. And they're yeah. I mean. For like four hundred bucks, you can get a Tallman, and it—I mean—it's every bit as good as a like a Mexican Fender. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've always wanted one of the original Tallmans with the long so lower cool. horn and like the gold hardware and stuff, mm-hmm. and the 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 you lipstick like in the middle position. Cool. Yeah, and that super heavy moto pickguard. Yeah, Ryan's getting yeah. really creepy talking about this right now. <laughs> well, I, I no, those are hot. Does it have to be in sparkle gold? That's the one yeah, I was about to say. It's the one that got away. No, I'm fine with it white as long as it's got that gold hardware in the in the lipstick and the lower right, long. Right, right, right. I, I missed out on one. guitars that got away, and this yeah. would be an endless. Discussion. There was one on Craigslist for like months, years and years and years ago, and I just sat there and debated it. And it was before I was doing the podcast, and it's like, oh, I really can't store another guitar right now and this and that. I didn't know that in the future I'd have like 20 guitars in my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, well, and here's, you talk, I mean, to tie in the practical guitarist over here. Here yeah. we go. I mean, as I switch my microphone up, you, you want to hear, like, the best guitar that I've come across and, and I would say at least in the, like, under $500 price point and and I wouldn't have thought this until I started playing these. And this was like something that I encountered a long time ago. The the AC two forty OPN from from Ibanez, like the mm-hmm. Artcore, their little OM mm-hmm. Artcore for three hundred bucks, is 
easily the best guitar you're going to find in that price point, hmm. bar none. If somebody gave me like 800 bucks and said, buy, you buy a new electric acoustic or 1000 bucks, something like that, buy a new electric acoustic with that, I would go get that AC240. I'd do an LR Bags Lyric in it, and, and then I'd take the other, you know, 500 bucks or 400 bucks or whatever, and I'd go take Emily out to a nice dinner. Like, I, that would be that would be it. I mean, <laughs> he's, yeah, you're really trying to score some points here. <laughs> <laughs> you know that after $500 going on an amp or something. And, and, <laughs> and, you, and you know Emily's not listening, so. Yeah. And you have to buy a strap. You have to buy a cable. You have to buy a case for it. You know what? Thank you. You're doing my job for me here. Thank you, Ryan. But, you, but all that. You might spend a hundred dollars on dinner. Listen, but I tell that I tell that to customers that's too. still a good dinner, and she should be thankful. <laughs> yes, yes. But for real though, and, and the, the sounding thing about that, and not to like, I'm, this isn't a knock on anyone else, but you take like every single one of those that you take out of the box sounds great. And, yeah. and uh, well, I gotta say, I was impressed with with because Robert was telling me all about like every guitar that's over three hundred bucks or like two hundred fifty bucks from it. Gets a personal inspection yeah. before it's shipped out. Mm-hmm. Like they check the fret ends. They check like not they, a single guitar I picked up the entire time I was there, and I picked up a lot of them were set up poorly. They were all great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I ordered that that uh, Squire Contemporary from them, which was three hundred fifty bucks. So it's just over the edge. Mm-hmm. Showed up immaculate. Mm-hmm. Showed up playing perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like I don't doubt at all that they opened the box and gave it a little bit of a setup and like checked, or at least checked, checked out a few different ones and sent me the best one or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's incredible that they that they spend that time well, on, like making sure that their customers get something satisfactory. Yeah, so oh, it rejects like a, like a yeah. third of the guitars they I mean, bring in. I, it's I like, go. It's less than that, but I mean, I'll go yeah. to the center that has guitars and mm-hmm. like there are things on the wall. That should not be put out in the condition Ooh. that they're in. Oh, well, okay. And, and here's the deal, too. And that's on the wall. That's yeah, the the, yeah. the store. And that's the that's the sales floor where you're trying to get people to be like, oh, I want this, and they're putting out stuff that like it it feels like there's something wrong. Okay, yeah. And, and they're 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 doing this for things that no one on the store floor is gonna feel right. or touch, and it's just gonna be it's just going to the person who ordered it. And there's no way that they could be like, oh, see, this isn't right. There's no one there to check it for them. Like, and, and what's crazy is, I, I mean, I worked there for years. And do you think that I didn't, there wasn't like an integrity violation that happened? Right. Like, there wasn't something inside of me that said, like, we should really care for these instruments more. Yeah. Like, we should, and, and, and here's the deal. And I don't mean this to knock on any competitor. Really, I mean, I'm, I mean this truly. I don't mean this to knock on. Any you guys don't need to but, knock on anyone to be but, competitive. Like honestly, you, you, but okay. Go but ahead. I, I've just, I mean, I've never been in a place that really. I mean, this extends to a lot of other things, but cares for the the inventory, cares at, like from a musician's perspective for what matters and. And the the fifty five point evaluation that's two ninety nine flat and up so two ninety nine ninety nine you get a fifty five point okay. evaluation and you're going to be able to see your guitar get what you see your guitar, yeah, yeah. Know, all that but a climate-controlled warehouse for all of those guitars. They're yeah, being stored in the that. environment that they're supposed to be kept in. Like the different stages. No. When, they, when they arrived there, they put it into climate control to acclimate it to what it's going to be in before they Before the evaluation. Yeah. And then they re-acclimate it before it goes out or something like that. Like there's multiple steps of acclimation or something. Yeah. I was, I was just like... Zoning out a little bit, like standing at the window, like oh my god, window. looking over this yeah, yeah. incredibly sophisticated like distribution center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J- just standing, so where the checkouts were, like they have the service center for their guitars, and that that's cool in itself. Like you guys have service on site, but they have a freaking Plex machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, who has a Plex machine? Not very many people. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
and you can come in and use it. Like you can pay to have it your guitar plucked. I had my guitar plucked. Yeah, actually on its on its birthday, and it's really really good now, isn't it? Oh, it's it's great, and that was that was great because I I mean this is a guitar that I've played the crap out of and and really really loved, and it was just sitting on the back burner. I hadn't played it in ages because it played really like really poorly, and so of course you know the big G Gibson. They've got their uh, serial numbers, like they had, uh, and you know, at least had. I yeah, I don't know if it's as easy to decode now, but you you can you can find the the date of birth. Of your yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And so May twenty third, twenty twelve is when my last Paul was born, and so on May twenty third, twenty eighteen. The Fred's got plagued. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for those of you, for those of you Finally keeping notes at home, May twenty third is also <laughs> International Turtle Day. What is that? I don't know. My, my girlfriend loves turtles. Oh, okay. chocolate so, turtles. No, turtle turtles. So, <laughs> although although I guess you know it's now, as of today, become a tradition mm-hmm. that now David must consume chocolate turtles every yeah, May twenty third in celebration of National Turtle Day. But so, I, on its birthday, I took it to a quote unquote spot, and I don't know if you guys saw. I, I posted it in some of the gear groups that oh, we're yeah. all members of, but a couple of years ago I posted a so photo you posted it in of my guitar with like a birthday hat on. Groups that we're all yeah, like exactly. the same fifty dudes so are in. In about three <laughs> of those groups, there's more yeah. groups than there are dudes. <laughs> but I posted a, 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 a photo that that got a lot of reactions, some mostly good and and some bad. Of my guitar collection in birthday hats with, <laughs> with straps for streamers, and it was my 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 Les Paul having a birthday. That sounds like a really party. good Instagram channel. Yeah, I, you know, I posted it on my Instagram. But my, my sister was doing this photography uh, uh, series for a little bit, where she, it was wet cats in birthday hats, <laughs> and she like was like like photographing her her cat and, like friends. Ca- Cats are getting baths, but then she'd put a birthday hat on them. That sounds like it a was fun, pretty. That sounds was, like torture. It was, fun, uh, it was pretty good. Spa day for that cat. Just like on May 23rd, 2018, my guitar got a spa day a spa in the Fleck machine at Sweetwater. I do, I do like that concept. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought it was like, I don't know. It was, it was one of those things where if it's I like. If I did that, I'd be bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I it was it. worth it, though. Honestly, it really it really was. And I don't, I'm not just saying that. But any, any like, again, I don't mean for this to turn into a oh. Sweetwater advertisement. I want to hear about Kierfest through your eyes. Here's, here's something else that maybe is standard practice with bigger companies and stuff like that that work like in similar like business structures. But I was shocked to find out that they have offices on site at Sweetwater that oh, yeah. are populated by people who aren't on the payroll at Sweetwater. They're they're reps for the companies that sell through Sweetwater. Like so there's like mm-hmm. a, like a, a fender person who works there, like daily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's absolutely crazy. Yeah, I can, if I, if I have awesome. questions about Fender, I can walk you down and talk to, to my dude Brandon. You go to the real Fender guy. Uh-huh. You you don't get on the phone. Mm-hmm. You don't like. Like have to get them on the horn from from Corona or or Arizona or whatever. There's a guy there, and you have that for a bunch of different brands who want to be there, who have offices there because you guys are such a center for everything selling. You know. Well, yeah. and then free water or Sweetwater's free technical support. Yeah, I saw that too. That's pretty crazy, especially if you use a lot of plugins and do a lot of recording stuff, and you have questions. Yeah. I was like, you can ask Sweetwater. When Robert showed me that, I was like, so like people could co- like try to contact the actual company who made the thing they're having trouble with or they could call you for free and he was like yeah and we'll <laughs> and there'll be somebody there to answer yeah and you won't have to wait two weeks for an you know for an email it's and incredible 
Yeah, I mean it's it, it really is next level, and and that's not and, and you get candy and free shipping. Yeah, well, and I think people think I think people think too that that's like a third party thing. Like we're gonna transfer them to some third party like no, technical office. support. It's right up the hall. Dude. Like when I'm say like when I tell customers like I'm transferring you to tech support, oh, they're going down the hall. This is something that I remember that really impressed me. I didn't get to go and see it because there was a a, a a session going on in there. He was oh, showing yeah. you the pictures of the of the theater. And the theater looks very impressive, but mm-hmm. the thing that's impressive to me is he was telling me how, like, as an example, like Josh Scott will come in with a new product. Right. Everyone goes into the theater, and there's individual uh, headphone plugs for each seat, and you can sit there and listen to him give a presentation on the new product and tell you all the ins and outs, and so you'll be fully, like, aware of the product and know how to like present it to customers and how, and who to recommend it to and things like that and know what it, what it does like mm-hmm. and you do that with all sorts of different vendors you bring all sorts of stuff in like yeah like three times a week from oh, what yeah. I understand yeah. Yeah. yeah it's incredible mm-hmm. like the, the amount of education that you guys get over there on the actual products is incredible like I don't I think that ha- I, I'd be surprised if that happens like anywhere else like uh-huh. in this industry like it's incredible. I can yeah, tell I you that the big like places don't. Like the, the amount of connection to the actual product and the out, amount of knowledge about what the products do that you guys are being exposed to, I'm just so impressed. Like, I, I couldn't absolutely. retain any of it. I've never worked any. <laughs> I've never worked anywhere like that. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. Like I can tell you that the other the other people who, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say are trying to do what Sweetwater does, but like the other the other well, how you competitors how you out there? Catch up, you know. Well, and and that's the thing because like. We're all hungry to learn about this stuff too, and so it just kind of fits right in. I mean, I don't think any of us. I mean, you guys like learning about it because you oh, like we'd love you it. love music stuff. Yeah. So why wouldn't you want to go like step away from the desk for a while and go like oh gosh. you know watch Brian Wampler show you the new pedal or whatever? Well, or... and it's it's I mean it's it's super fun too because sometimes like. Josh will come by, and then midway through, he'll start telling a story about Andy Timmons, and Andy Timmons will walk out. I right. mean, like that's, <laughs> you know. And so, and and it, like Josh genuinely, and I can I can say this. I mean, you know, on Josh's behalf, he genuinely enjoys coming to Sweetwater. Yeah. Well, I see him posting all the time about going there. And- like it's like I'm a sweetwater. Yeah, he's I, not I, doing that just like as a business trip. Like he enjoys being on. Well, it's an enjoyable it's so place. So cool. You guys have. You literally, people kept telling me over and over again, you can bring the whole family here. Oh, yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Like and you, some of us like, sitting at this table did. They yeah. have like, they have Multiple. like, a, like when it's not Gear Fest and it's just like regular Sweetwater hours, yeah. like they have a whole arcade set up and stuff mm-hmm. like that. There's, there's a, a, a cafeteria on Star site. Wars Pinball you can now. Play Star Wars Pinball. You can play the As golf game. Mm-hmm. Where is the games? dormitory? Where do you guys sleep at? I, know, <laughs> right? I promise we all have homes. And that's the thing, too. We all have homes. But that's really, that's what it all comes down to, too, because there's, there's, you know, friends and, and customers who see all that, they'll take the online tour or they'll come visit and they'll be like, oh, you know, they're just doing that because they want they don't want you to have to leave work. And and, and oh, it's no. exactly the opposite of that. Like, it's exactly... But you the, guys don't want to leave work anyway because you no, love what the it, gear. No, so. what it is, is like, it's so, like, like all that stuff, like getting a haircut, get, like having a doctor on site, like, you know, getting whatever. It's time away from your family. It saves you your lunch break. Yeah. It saves you the time away from your yeah, family. It absolutely. saves you it saves you your Saturday. Yeah. They they like they and when I say they, I mean like even Chuck from the top yeah. down, Chuck wants us to go home and play our instruments and see our family. Yeah. And, and that's and that's something that's so cool. It's so refreshing. Coming from coming from 
a job that I had previously where that you know wasn't a priority. It was like a, you know nice if you could find the time. The employees weren't exactly the center. Of Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, like, it, it's so refreshing to, to be a part of something like that. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely cool that, that you guys... Alan's <laughs> cracking up over here. He's getting it in waves. <laughs> that was really a stretch, but I appreciate it. <laughs> but, but no, I mean, it, it really, it, it makes a mark, not just on... on me as an employee there, but it, it really, I think that makes a difference yeah. too. Like when you see, I, I, I mean, a company doing, we're good all going to go back in the morning and get applications. This was gonna <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're all I, I can never tell confirm nor deny this. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, it's, I don't even know. Is there anything else we want to talk about? Like, we're, we're, I, I really do want to hear about the rest of, rest of, uh, the flea market? I mean, whether it's the flea market or I got, I think I ran through all of my photos from the flea market. I mean, there was good stuff in there. I yeah, got, I got, I caught some good stuff. There was a, um, there was a black Telecaster with EMGs in it that, yeah, that had a Babix bridge and like it was like six hundred bucks. And yes, okay, so EMGs are not typically something you'd find in a Tele, which is originally why I took mm-hmm. pictures of it. But you know what? It's a sharp looking guitar. It is. It was really nice looking. Um, I kind of wanted it, and I was sitting there as I was thinking about it, but I really alas, just, I had other things in my mind. I'm still just so thankful that it was I wasn't driving distance from home. I would have been buying all sorts of stuff. Well, the whole reason I looked at that Telecaster is because I saw Greg Cock that morning, and he just, like, <laughs> blew me away. So I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I'm like, now i got to sell everything and start over, and i gotta, I got to do it before July. <laughs> Did you guys see anything that, like, you weren't expecting to see or like the surprise you literally or... stole the question. That... Oh, <laughs> I read your mind. Like, I was happy for that, word. I was happy that JHS had a Titan because I finally got to play yeah. one. Yeah, you yesterday. Went, you went back to got try back that today Titan, yeah. to try it. I had to apologize to the guy at JHS because I was really there to play the Titan. <laughs> <laughs> Zach's super cool. Zach's a, a Zach's fun guy to hang out with. Yeah, but it was. I loved it. I was hanging out. So good. I was hanging out over there, and and Colt from Walrus Audio showed up, and he had these little energy shots, and he like peer pressured me and Zach from JHS into like drinking the energy shots. <laughs> it was so awful. I I how cool are those guys though? Oh, they're so great. Oh man, Colt is just. The I love best. Okies. I have a special place. I have a lot of really close <laughs> friends that are Okies, and they all know each other. Oh, every yeah. every person. Yeah. Well, there's that only I know like twenty people who live there. Somebody yeah. else. <laughs> well, it's so it's so scary. Well, and it's it's weird too. It's scary. Like, <laughs> it's, I, I remember. Like I remember watching a video. I think it was like either a, it was either a Walrus video or some other company that was sort of a sister company to Walrus that maybe Sweetwater doesn't carry yet. But uh, I remember watching that and going like, "Isn't that the guy who emails me from Mammoth? Like that was the videographer on this? Like right, right. you know?" And then yeah, I, I don't know. And those those communities are so tight knit. Well, I was telling Colt because there was uh, a Butch Walker was was walking through the JHS area. Mm-hmm. And I I didn't recognize him, but people were like talking about him in hushed tones. I was like, is that is that somebody? Is that, who is that? And I was like, oh, that's Butch Walker. I was like, oh, I've got I've got his pedal. I've got the ruby red. And then I was talking to Colton. I was like, you know what? Honestly, like, you guys are the people that I nerd out about. Like, I've never really been someone who like 
nerds out about artists or like you know like famous musicians or whatever. I, I never recognize them when they're right in front of me, but like I still like I'll never forget the first times I I met Robert Keeley or mm. met Josh Scott or met Colt or like I, I get excited about seeing them every time. And it's like at this point it's like they're kind of like buddies to me, but it's still like these are the guys who make the stuff that I love. Yeah. It's oh yeah. You it's know? like they're they're the like the chefs, you know, they're like yeah. the, the celebrity chefs. That's, that's a good analogy. That is a great analogy. Yeah. yeah. Whew. I got yeah. I got chills. <laughs> 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 Want to hear something crazy about the Walrus guys now? So Jason Stultz, right? Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, the man. So uh, like I I first heard about Jason Stultz when he was doing Stultz amps. I don't know if you guys remember this. I don't. Oh man. Well, he had these these Red amps that he was doing um, with Kendall Combs from Charlie Hall. Uh, okay. They were making these low wattage amps, and this was like right at the at the cusp of the like low wattage craze, like when everybody suddenly stopped using massive amps and going down. Like it was like you know this this amp that was under ten watts, and you could really get get cooking without having to like blow the walls down. And uh, they were covered in like truck bed liner, this red truck bed liner. <laughs> so it wasn't Tolex; it was actually like the this, like, super on. rugged sprayed on yeah, truck yeah, bed liner. Yeah. And uh, they had this big like S kind of carved into the front of the cabs, and they were they were super recognizable. And um, and Charlie Spand was using them, like you know, because this this mystery guy Jason Stoltz, who had his name on the amp, was making these amps. And I figured, oh, this guy's like some sort of guy sitting. He you know works an engineering job. He's middle aged and. Uh, you know, and, and he make you know designed this amp and Kendall's you know, kind of on the business side of this. No. Jason was fifteen years old. Oh my gosh. When he and he was yeah designing amplifiers that like were used nationwide and and these were like very, very popular That's churches too nuts. because of the low volume thing. He's fifteen years old. I met him and I was like, How are you this young? And then yeah. And then one of the other walrus guys was like, Can you believe he was fifteen when he was making it? he was fifteen? Like I, I blew my mind. So yeah, and, and now he's that's insane. Really, really cool pedals for a really cool company. So I just want, like I, I say this all the time on the show, and it, like people were talk, talking to me about it, like walking around like like Sweetwater. It's just so many people in the industry are just so nice, and there's just such yeah. good yeah. dudes. Oh, it's yeah. the most positive industry I've ever been part of. Oh, yeah. And it's like the people who aren't nice is because they're eccentrics and you almost love them. Like, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they're so they're so weird oh, yeah. and so out there that mm-hmm. you still want to be around them. You know, yeah. there's very few a holes in this industry, which is incredible. You'd think that it would be full of of like crazies and like people who are bad at business. And oh, and it is full of crazies. But they're lovable. But they're you know? really, really awesome crazies. Like, I, I haven't... There's very few bad experiences and like to call them bad experiences is kind of negligible too. It's like... I just can't believe how much fun it is to hang out with everyone and get to see everyone at these events. And mm-hmm. it feels like they're all my buddies now. Yeah. Oh, them, yeah. You know, it's that was, that's what's so cool about an event like that. And just as a musician, it was like, oh, the whole crowd's here. Like yeah, everyone's yeah. here. Yeah. I, I met I met uh, uh, Joe Morgan at TGU, mm-hmm. and then I saw him at Sweetwater. He's just chilling out. And it's like. Hey, we know each other. We're yeah. like friends. This is like, when did I become friends with Joe Morgan? What mm-hmm. what happened in my life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's there's this common bond, and that's like that's yeah music in general, but especially gear. But oh, totally. but you know, just music in general is this kind of common denominator where like if you if you share that with somebody, there's like a there's like a camaraderie there. I know that sounds cheesy, but like no, you, go true, a, you go to a you go to a place like Gear Fest where there's 
you know, tens of thousands of people that that all share this one, like, you know, common thing that's this thread that's, like, their passion. Yeah, they all have this one thing in common is they're, they're super bad with money. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, they, they drove they, they drove or flew extremely long their, distances to make poor financial decisions. Yeah, their priorities are all messed up compared to the rest of society. <laughs> and and such is the plight of a musician, and that's what yeah. makes it such a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> I noticed you guys put the uh, the the uh, credit card applications right. Uh, I noticed that too. <laughs> you, you walk you walk out the too. door into like where all the tents are, and the first tent you see is financing available. Do you, uh-huh. do you remember when I was in the shirt tent today? And I'm talking about the MV88, and I'm like, man, I really don't want to spend any more money. And the guy looks at me, and he's like, he's like, well, you could get a you get a Sweetwater card, and I'm like, listen. <laughs> I mean, look, but here's the deal. I mean, we're all musicians too. Like, we know how it goes. Sometimes you need to make it an upfront investment and. Don't have all the all the scratch to pay for. Right it's away. also like I mean the reality. And yeah, the, that's happened to me a lot. The, the heart, <laughs> the heart and soul of this show is that the resale market exists and is decent. Oh yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. It, you know, like it's not like a car where you drive it off the lot and you lose twenty percent like in the first day. Yeah, it's a rental. If fee. you're smart, if you're yeah, smart like with what you buy, fee. yeah. It's like honestly, like I look at like Pedal Genie services and I'm like. I could spend twenty You're bucks. You're just gonna on lose this. forty bucks if you buy it new. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah. Or I could keep it like a year and and lose forty instead of losing twenty over a month. Yeah, you totally. know? yeah. Because like it's easy to resell stuff. It is. Everyone's always looking for something to try. It's a trier's market. Like everyone wants to try something until they find the thing that's perfect for totally. the rig for six months until it's not perfect anymore. <laughs> so, so maybe to close it. We're getting towards the end of the episode. Right? Oh yeah, we're we're pretty long right now. Let's. let's uh, <laughs> Let's close it out with like like one story you want to tell about your experience. Sure, sure. And then I gotta I gotta thank the sponsors again, and I gotta mention the yeah. song that's gonna play at the end. You get, sponsors, I get right? too. Yeah, I really do. I, Chase Bliss is our new sponsor. How incredible is that? They, I love their pedals. Joel, Joel wrote me. He's like, I want to be an indefinite sponsor. So that's what's coming, guys. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be every other week. Chase Bliss sponsoring the I show. I want to meet Joel at Gear Fest. Joel, that's my goal for Gear I, Fest twenty nineteen. Corte is we are I already said that there's a lot of really nice people. Yeah, he's, Joel Corte is the top dog of sweethearts in the gear industry. He seems top so cool. I have dog. friends who have met him. You want him to you want him to date your sister, you want him to marry your sister, and then you want him to have a secret relationship with you behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Not that. Like okay. I was exp- I'll take your word for I it. I was explaining my love for Joel to my wife and his, and she's like is there going to be a problem? Like if he, if, he, if he shows up and like if he showed up on a horse, I'd be getting on the back. That's all I got to say. Joel, <laughs> Joel. <laughs> Joel no, no questions asked. Joel, Joel shows up and is like, "No time to explain. Come with me." I'd be like, "Okay." <laughs> if 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 Joel if Joel shows up at Gearfest 2019, I'm I may give her Lauren Miller's number or give him Lauren Miller's number. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so that's your, your best, sister. Your best twenty-eight. That's your sister. I'm assuming. I, I you don't know. I don't know. It could be your mom. It could be your grandma. I don't know. Doesn't matter at this you point. Decide. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor. <laughs> but anyway, back to what David was saying. He's already married. Do you want, you want, guys want me to start? I'll, I'll start. Yeah, do it. Do okay. It. So so this morning I was doing a live stream for for my podcast group and I'm standing up on the balcony and I'm looking around and I'm like look at all the people that are here and all this. And I'm like, it's been really cool so far and kind of like recapping some of the things I've done. And I turn around and I look and I see Ryan 
And I'm like, that guy right down there, that's Ryan Burke. And I stick my hand in front of the camera and then he moves just slightly. And I'm like, and that's Nita Strauss. And I'm going to be going right now. And they just hung up, hung up the live stream and went downstairs. Then, then you're down the slide. <laughs> Woo! Yes, All I know is I've... I've there was a line for the slide, so I I'm, ran down the stairs. I'm, talk, I'm talking to Nita about something random. I was trying to like see if she like knew the name of her... Of her Sweetwater reps, because I was going to try to do a video where like mm. get people to say their, the name of their Sweetwater rep. And I'm talking to her, and all of a sudden, like David, like like cartoon screeches into my peripheral. Yeah, like, dude, I was creeping on you all during. Like, oh, <laughs> he's here now. Half the time, I just showed up out of nowhere. You're like, where's yeah. he been? <laughs> I'm almost glad you ran out of business cards. Yeah, <laughs> well, she got one. But <laughs> <laughs> she might have gotten two. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, we do a woman in music segment, and, yeah. and I I desperately oh, want be, her on my show. She'd be so. a solid interview for sure. She's yeah, so, so she told she's me so to cool. reach out to her, and so yeah. hopefully she'll do it, and it'll be great. What about you, Alan? What's like your highlight? Alan, you've been so quiet this, know, right? this whole episode, man. Been soaking it all in, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Moment of silence. I, d- I don't know what my highlight. Last year, it was meeting me, I, right? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Last year, I only got to what go to a few hours. <laughs> I, I got to go to like less than half a day last year because I just happened to be in the area. And what so do you this, think you got today? Like, I got this time, like three quarters of a day. <laughs> <laughs> today, I, I did a, almost a full day yesterday. Yeah, yeah. But so it was nice to get to see like more of it than I did mm-hmm. last year. Um. I think probably the highlight for me was honestly getting to play the Titan. <laughs> oh, come now on. you it want was, one, it was right? That good. Doug. What have I got to oh, do to man. get you into a Titan? Yeah. <laughs> it's Are you it's done. To the same I just played earlier. one. Oh, I'm trying to. Pr- this, my goal. My goal. This trip is to try to prove to the builders that I can move product for them, <laughs> and oh, I'm doing it God. with you two. I'm doing it with Alan yeah, and David. He, 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 moved, he moved a Katana and an MV88 today. So yeah, <laughs> I almost got Alan into a, a Compressor Plus. <laughs> <laughs> You're a hard nut to crack. I'm gonna get you <laughs> next year. Next year, <laughs> he's not waiting. <laughs> <laughs> but Doug, if you're listening, <laughs> hey Doug. <laughs> yeah, Doug, if you're listening, hey Doug. No, I I, I say it all the time on on uh, the the YouTube channel and on the podcast. Like the tightness. still the best playing guitar I own. Oh yeah, like flat it out. It felt so good. Flat out. <laughs> it's it's just fantastic. Uh, did you already say your highlight? No. Okay. I'm still thinking. You should share yours. I'm thinking, too. I, I mean, I say this for every event I go to. Uh, the gear is great. I mean, that's obviously the thing that brings us all together. But, like, I always walk away from these things just so excited about, like, hanging out with all the people. And I'm not, like, I'm kind of an introvert in reality. And so that's a big thing for me to actually enjoy, like, hanging out with the people and having a great time and meeting people and talking to people. Like, it means a lot to me. Like, it's it's pretty incredible, like just the social aspect of it, mm. and it's it, I think that part of it's totally worth it to like touch base with people and party with people and eat with people and like talk about real life stuff and whatnot. It's it's pretty incredible, and just like the people that you get to meet that you never thought you'd ever meet, like they're and they're so accessible. They want to talk to whoever. It's it's pretty incredible. Uh, I I mean I had the same great time I had at everything. At this, like it's it's totally on. I I couldn't tell you to go to Summer Nam or this one or the other. Go to both. Hmm. You know, like if you're looking for a guitar event, like this is it's totally totally like worthwhile. 
you know. I just love being awkward to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I touched Brian Wampler's shoulder, and he gave me this look like, it was over. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he immediately pulled out the the, the big tub yeah, of hand sanitizer. Yeah, and just, yeah. Uh, well, which, which, by the way, happy birthday, Brian. Happy yeah, birthday, yeah. Brian. Whether it is or not. Whether it is or not. <laughs> Keely was, was spreading the rumor that it's his birthday. Yeah. It might be true. But it might be true. It might not. Uh, that, yeah. Well, we'll talk about that on my show. Either too. a well, very happy or a very I mean, related or a very on-time birthday talk, to Brian. Let's talk Walter. about this. Keely or Brian didn't need to be there. All these guys didn't no, really need to be. Not. They all have employees. Yeah. Like these are small booze compared Paul to Reed to Smith, Nance. for goodness sakes. He didn't need to be there. All these guys are there. <laughs> they must want to be there. I mean, Keely was running his own booth, playing guitar through his own pedals to demo them. Like it's incredible. Dude, oh, and, and, and this is something that you guys don't get to see, but like, because they could when, have when like, totally sent one of their employees with a, a board and be like, show off this stuff for two days. But when, it, when it's like before it starts and then when it's over, these guys bust their butts to set up these oh, boots yeah. and to tear them down. Yeah, I saw the like, teardown they, going on when I left and it was nuts. Like they're not just there to like schmooze. They're working. They like put in, <laughs> I mean, it, I, I, was, I was floored. I'm impressed. Actually, it's really funny because like, You'll sit there and you'll look at something, and you, if you don't recognize these people, you'll look at their name badge and you'll be like, "Oh my God, that's Paul Rivera of Rivera." <laughs> you were like, nerding out on him hard. Well, no, so like I know, every time I, you walk I by, know, you're like, "There's Paul." But that's the thing, like, there's but, Paul. So, oh. Paul, well, because all right, so with, with our generation of musicians, like, it's he's not necessarily as well known as you know the like the sure. prior generations, and that's what he's pointing out, but. Like in his case, I knew what he looked like. I saw him, but then again, today it was at the Friedman booth, and I didn't realize that Dave Friedman was sitting there, right there. like yeah. right there watching me play, and you know, part of this crowd of people that had like gathered to see me doing stuff. And I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> like when I walked away, and I realized I was him. I was like, what just happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a point? I don't remember. So, if you made it already. No, we're, really, mean, I, we're all waiting to hear it. Well, Lay it on us, man. I, I wish I had some sort of elaborate story. I mean, I think... I mean, you were working the whole event, but, so that's the yeah, whole, but whole I mean, experience. I, th I think, like, from that perspective, I think there was just... There was a real appreciation that I had for the gravity of it. That was, like, what was yeah. so impressive to me, is I didn't... I didn't... Well, I guess I didn't know what to expect, but I did not expect it to be... This uh, I don't know. It's such like an enigmatic and 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 really like beautiful event. It's like not like communal. Oh gosh, it's yeah, a communal thing. Like there was, it's there like, was it was like close to like a religious gathering. Yeah. Like it's bizarre. It was this like mingling it. where I like, uh, like I say, I like I was you know walking through you'd think this everyone, place that I am every day, it, and you'd I'm think everyone was shoulders. there to see the Grateful Dead or something like that. You know? Oh, but like, uh, but on a on a cooler level, it wasn't it wasn't quite as like unified around a certain set of people. It was just everyone gathering together. Yeah, like it was music was the yeah, it was the centerpiece. Gear. Yeah. Oh, totally. And, and so that was cool. Whether it was that. like, <laughs> you know, whether it was uh, whether it was artists or people who were attending or employees, there was just this mutuality, and there was really, I mean, like the fact. This is again going to sound so cheesy, but like the fact that you, I mean, you traveled from a few hours away, you traveled from a few more hours away, and you try as. Uh, 
pointing to David saying he traveled a yeah, few hours away. And and Alan, who I mean, this is this is his more his stomping grounds than it is mine and, and traveled Alan's on like a multi week family like tour. Yeah. yeah. Chapel family tour two thousand eighteen. But like center, <laughs> like like kind of planned it in such a way that you could uh, attend and mm-hmm. and are yeah. you, you know certainly gonna have a long drive ahead of you when you when you head back. And you flying across the country for this. That was Thanks like inner when, circle. <laughs> yeah, but, You're welcome. But when you said that, like when I saw that online, when I saw that you were and and this was months ago, but when you said like you were flying in for Gearfest, there was like a, a switch that flipped in my head, like this is a bigger deal than I, I think. I didn't know it is. how big of a deal it was. I just heard people talking about it and like when I was at Summer Nam last year. What it was is like I was talking to a certain uh builder. I was like, oh, Are you gonna be at Summer Nam? He's like, no, I'm going to Gearfest. I was like, what is well, that? you know, Gearfest has a nickname, right? What is it? Who's your name? Who's your name? Who's your name? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know what it was until they told me that they were going to it instead. I was like, is that like worth it to you to go to that instead of Summer Nam? He was like, oh, yeah, I think it's, it's way better. And that's when it, the moment got on my radar. I forget who it was. Uh, I wish I could remember so I could name drop him. feel <laughs> special. But, <laughs> but, anyways, that's when it got on my radar. And when I was at like Summer Nam last year, I was thinking, like, I should probably go check out this Gearfest thing next year. Hmm. So that's where the, where the seed was planted. That's cool. I mean, and just like this is going to sound so cheesy and and broy and chummy, but really the fact that I like got to got to hang out with all of you guys. But that's a all... huge part of all these sorts of things, like absolutely get, hanging out with people, like getting to have dinners and like oh, like yeah. get to know each other like face to face. Like I I posted the picture of all of us at the ice cream place. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what I said exactly, but it's like it's it's so great getting to meet friends from the internet, you know, like internet friends. Because like, <laughs> well, I've been talking to you all, you guys, for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. And now it's like I got a face for all you people, <laughs> and it's like now it's like real, you know. It's it's yeah. it's so. You could cool. be more frightened of me than you ever were. <laughs> <laughs> not not unless you shave the bottom of your beard. Well, it's off, it's right? coming off, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm coming back to town to visit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, it's and it's cool because it's four very different, like intersecting, intersecting paths. I know you guys, like I think have you guys met before, David and Ryan. No, no, no. No, this is my Th- first this time is meeting so all of you cool. guys. This is so cool. The only other people I'd, I'd met at this thing so far are you know a handful of the builders. Hmm. The rest of it is is yeah. all new people. So cool, and like finding out like. Like Alan was in the same program in college, went to like college with one of my best friends. Like had no yeah. idea, yeah. absolutely no idea. Like you used to sell me gear. David all has the no time. recollection <laughs> of me selling him gear, but I've sold him. He's gonna gear sell before. me more gear because I'm switching my rep to him too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching that. <laughs> Brian Kearns, if you're and listening, I apologize. Oh, 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 why can't, why come can't, on, you had, oh, man. why can't we have multiple reps? That's all I'm saying. Oh, hey, at least man. I knew what my Sweetwater rep was. David could be a poly rep amorous, you know. Yeah. <laughs> You'll edit that out in post, right? I don't edit anything. <laughs> <laughs> this I podcast know. is in no way uh, endorsed or supported by Sweetwater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brant is by here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm here because I'm buddies with these guys, yeah, and that's, like, that's actually straight talk right. too. Yeah, like, we didn't we didn't legit. even invite you because of the the Sweetwater connection. We're like, hey, we're gonna record. Come on. They're they're all lying. They they invited me here because no. they thought I had candy. No, no, we were, <laughs> no. to be perfectly honest, <laughs> wait, you don't. <laughs> I we invited what you because you bought this whole time? because you bought me dinner the other night. So now I owe you <laughs> yeah, when you life. sat down at the table yesterday when Ryan and I were sitting there watching Adrian Blue, like you sat down and. You were like, I know you. And I'm like, 
what? Like, I, it just did not dawn on me. I was like, well, yeah, from the from the Facebook group. You're like, no, I used to sell you gear all the time. And I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, I had no idea I knew anybody that worked at Sweetwater. All right, we mm-hmm. should wrap this up. This yeah. episode is uh, is 40% longer, 60% longer than normal. We're at, we're at an hour 40 minutes right now. Oh, all right, oh, let's, let's finish this. Uh, all right, uh, big thanks to the sponsors. Sinusoid, you know I love you, boys. We're recording with your cables right now. Uh, Davis got a cable. I got a cable. Unfortunately, Brant and Alan are using some cheap, crappy cables. I'm holding out until they make a Bigfoot power cable. That I made super long ago. I need a Bigfoot power cable. But I'm using my cable here with TechFlex. Check out their power cables. They're super beefy and incredible looking. Also, huge thanks to Chase Bliss Audio. Check Mm. out every pedal that they make. If you're looking for a pedal that is insane... And you're going to feel like you need to take like a college course to learn everything they can do over like the next four years of your life. Every single Chase Bliss pedal is that yeah. way. But I'll say like once you figure out one, you've cracked the code. Mm. Like they all kind of like operate the same way. And once you figure that out, you can like get into all of them and know like just show up and be like, yeah, I can operate that. This is Chase Bliss pedal. I know how this works. Like that's what the point that I'm at now. Like I got the Therme and I'm like, yeah, I know what to do. I mean, it still took me like a week to learn everything <laughs> it could do, but I knew how to make it do its thing, you know? By the way, the Therme, I've been using it at church. It's legit. I think it's going to live on my board a long time because it's like, it's a legit like analog, standard analog delay with tap tempo, super long repeats if you want them. And then it can get so weird just with like a twist of a knob. Like, the, the, the weirdness is just sitting there ready to go. So go check out Chase Bliss Audio. They're supporting us now. And Woo! that's incredible. Mm. I feel like a Thank big you, boy with a big show. <laughs> I just feel so special. His that, head is still growing. That a man like Joel just loves me enough to send me money. <laughs> I send him money, so. <laughs> so you guys send him your money to make him feel as special as I feel about him sending me money. Maybe he'll send you some pedals if you This send is the weirdest money. sponsorship ever. All right, yeah. the, the song tonight, today, this morning, whenever you listen, was sent by Joe Hansen. It's called Discontinuation. Steve sent me like an abridged version of the notes. So that's all I know. I don't know anything about the, the song. Enjoy it. He's just phoning us, isn't he? Thank, thanks for listening, guys. This is what you get when you get an episode that Ryan runs all by himself. <laughs> <laughs> you guys all realize how much I need Steve now to hold me together. I didn't even do the intro right. It's like the easiest thing. We've been doing it for four years. All right, bye, everyone. Enjoy the show. Bye-bye.